0: From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for E-Scouted. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest scouted news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for E-Scouted!
2: Hello, everyone, (laughs) and happy 2012, although myself and my co-hosts, who are so gorgeous as I can only look at them from New York in the AfterBuzz studios, uh, we were just talking about our series of misfortunes. We hope the year is going to... This is not a sign of the year to come, because we need good things to happen in 2012. But I'm very excited to be back chatting on AfterBuzz with all of you fabulous ladies. Uh, Scouted, of course, my third show of the night on AfterBuzz TV, but possibly my favorite. Um, not to hate on Kardashians or Real Housewives. I absolutely love them, too, and be sure to check out those after shows. But, ladies, I always love talking about Scouted, being a former full-time model in New York, I can relate to this so much, and uh, I'm very excited to talk about this episode, Uh, but let me introduce the beautiful people you're staring at on Ustream, Kendra Cabasell, KendraCabasell.com is to the left in red, looking like the scouted picture, like you could be in the Uh ad, Kendra.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to show it up.
2: I know, thank right? You. Well, you look fabulous. Thank you. And happy New
1: Year. Happy New Year. And
2: uh, we have Kristen Carney. Sweat the small stuff with Kristen if I'm correct. Uh, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and Gabrielle Loren, who had a birthday. Yes. And I unfortunately missed it, even though it was steps away from my apartment in New York. Happy, happy birthday, and welcome. Thanks, Scott Lips missed it too. I know. Uh, Scott, Party Man, I you know, it looks like he was off in Cabo from his blog Pop Lips, which I quite, you know, commonly check in on now. But uh I'm sure if he was in New York he would have hit it since he is the party man. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> We'd hit
3: what, the club? No, I'm just kidding. I know, you know what, that didn't sound right. <laughs> I'm being
1: stupid, don't listen to right? exclusive. After <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh boy, Scott, I did not mean anything by that. You know we love you here on AfterBuzz. And be sure to check out poplips.com for all of his party whereabouts. Hopefully we'll make it on there like he promised us. Um, But anyway, certainly ladies, I'm very excited to talk about this newest episode. Uh, Two very interesting girls, two very different girls, but... I think kind of the word of this episode for me is commitment because these are two girls we're going to get into their stories, but you, know, you look at girls having certain uh, morals, certain values, and you wonder, it doesn't mix with modeling, is that a, who does that reflect poorly on? The girls, the industry, I'm not really sure, but I'm definitely excited to talk about each situation um, and let's start with Lindsay. Definitely, very interesting girl. <laughs> yeah. She has her values. She has pup, her pastor. She has her list of rules. Uh, she, yet she has an editorial look and could be very high fashion. What did you? What are your initial thoughts of of Lindsay? Starting with let's start with Kendra in red. <laughs>
1: it's orangish, but. <laughs> 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 I mean, it might it might look different on camera, um, Lindsay. Oh, I, it's not red. <laughs> it's it's, it's orange, like brick. But, yeah. Okay. Or tangerine. No. <laughs>
2: Anyway, All right. No,
1: not to, you know, stir things up. Um, so <laughs> you're really stirring over there. I'm just You know, Kendra,
2: you're really causing drama now <laughs> by correcting my color tinting on my computer. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fix your monitor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, Lindsay, I um, I commend her for sticking to her values. I, You know, I, last week we kind of talked about her in our predictions, but... Um, And I kind of said that there are other, you know, fields she could go into. But I think um, I'm I'm glad she stuck to them. They seem to respect them, even though they made a few comments. Um, But, you know, I think things turned out well, even though we know what the outcome was at the end. But I I think she'll do some work and it'll just be some humble, fully clothed work. What did you guys think?
4: I have I have respect, but I also have beef for kids that act older than they are and i respect that she had you know has values and and i really i really do respect that because i don't think kids today really do for the most part so it's kind of refreshing to see but when the kid sits there and spews it off like it's been implanted in her brain by mm-hmm. someone other than herself it bothers me and it bothers me when you're going into an industry like if i were to go into comedy And say I was just really against making fun of people and I was really against political incorrectness. Well then why am I here? Yeah. You know, and I know I I know modeling isn't about stripping and stuff, but it's you know, it just seems like it just seems like you're going to be a race car driver and you have no arms. It's like you can't do it all with your feet. So it just that stuff just drives me crazy after a while. But I do like seeing someone who has commitment to their own values Mm -hmm. and I did like that Michael Flutie was like we should he have okay all the girls go it. by this. Right. But that's as a slighter guidance, not as like the strict yeah. like, you know, we'll beat you with a ruler if you don't follow it type yeah. of rule. No, which but have like a division more. with girls yeah. who yeah. it's just nice to have a code. Yeah. You know, so
1: yeah. And I think it was just ingrained she said she went to church since she was born, so I think that's why she was kind of spewing it out like, you know Yeah, I, I don't think know.
3: she knows any better. But um it's good to have values. I just hope that If she does work in this industry, that she doesn't, because she has a set in her head, she doesn't kind of like break away and be rebellious because she's so straight edge, you know. But I think it's good to have values. I think she's a little extreme, Um, especially. But, you know, what? she showed effort to to work with them, especially with that sheer dress dress shirt that she tried. She tried it on. And that showed that she made effort. Yeah. It was almost
4: like her mom was tempted, like, well, maybe God isn't yeah. so great after all. Just put it on. No, you know. Let's just see what will pay the bills. Her, yeah, her mom like yeah. seemed like she was loosening up a little bit, like shimmying with something. But then she was like, ooh, no. Yeah, yeah. Annoying. Then she yeah. backed off. Yeah. But.
2: <laughs> It's funny that you bring up the word rebellion because the number one thing I thought about this girl is like, give her a year in New York and she'll be like naked <laughs> on the on a billboard. I, I could like, see dancing on the speakers. Yeah. somebody who blindly pulled out a piece of paper and was like, okay, so I'm not going to do nudity. I'm not going to do lingerie. I'm not going to do situations that won't glorify God. I'm not going to do innuendos. I'm not going to do drugs, alcohol, and partying. Like. This this was Pastor Pup on paper, um, and it's certainly, let's just nail this right now, that's a turnoff to whatever Michael Flutie says, whatever Scott Lipp says, though he didn't necessarily bring this up, but, you know... Michael can say all he wants, that all girls should live by this, but the reality is that the industry has to catch up with that then, because the industry is the type of industry that you say that, and then they want to put a sheer tap on you because you said that. You know, the more you say it, the more people in the industry want to challenge you, and I'm Mm -hmm. a little upset that our fabulous fourth co-host, or fifth, if you uh, include me, but Uh, Brittany Brower is not on on the panel tonight because she could attest to this with Shannon on America's Next Top Model, who's a um, you know expresses her religion a lot uh, on that show, and all they want to do is test it and break it down. So I think I agree with you guys that you know it's good to have morals. I absolutely agree, and I think that's what Michael was saying. But let's be realistic: you can't walk into an agency and and who thousands of girls a day and give them a list of pretty much everything you do in this industry and say you're not going to do it it's just never going to happen for you if you walk into an in- into an agency like that um you know and that's again i sh- i would never talk against her morals because i think they're great morals but i take it a step further are they even her morals because she's only 16 and You know, like we just said, it doesn't even seem like she really believes it uh, right now. It's more people telling her and making her write this list. So, um, you know, and the other point of it is she's a very editorial model. And editorial models don't do the the happy-go-lucky, you know, pajama ads for calls. They do the weird, quirky, you know, towel, like clothes falling off, sheer boobs showing shots in Vogue Italia. So that's another issue where her look doesn't mix with her morals.
3: But I'm seeing the effort. And I think that if she actually was to get booked on a job, wouldn't the job clearly state what it's for? And then the agency can figure out if they want her to work on that job so she doesn't embarrass them, maybe. You know, if it's not the right fit, it's not the right fit and they won't send her out. But if it's kosher. <laughs> Maybe. That's against her it. religion. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> She's is. She's Christian. But it is. <laughs> but I'm trying to find <laughs> but, a word. <laughs> no, <for> I
1: know.
4: <laughs> 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 it might be, it yeah. might
1: be because it's a hassle for them to do that each time. Yeah. I think it's they're like turned like off by that. Too yeah. much work. Yeah. You know,
4: there's thousands
1: of girls to choose from. Yeah. And it's
4: like, if this one's going to be easier to book than this one, then yeah. like just. And that I think this really showed up in this episode. Um, and we'll get to Amber later. But the small town really showed up in this episode, as yeah. it did last week. it did this week in a different way because both of these girls came in to the meetings really completely self-absorbed into their own world Mm -hmm. and they and i know they're young but they have no idea that really they don't give a shit about you they don't they have so many other girls to choose from they all walked in with like their own set of like who they are in terms of like what they won't do and it's like they had no idea that you take one step over and you replace her like right. yourself with another girl. Yeah. And they just they just seem so unaware. And I, I will say more about it with Amber um, because there was a sp- specific scene, scene I wanted to mention. But they're just they're so in their own world that they can't see that. Like, listen, little girl, mm-hmm. like, do you want this or not? Cause if you do. Cool. If you don't get out of here at right. this point,
3: I think it's not about what you won't do. It's about what you will do. And instead of focusing on those mm-hmm. like negative aspects, like you should let them know what you want. Right. as opposed to what you don't want. Because yeah. that's just that's negative really and to... negative
4: energy, don't yeah. you guys think? Yeah, yeah. And they'll deduce what you mean
3: out of that.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if she, exactly. If she had that list of rules, you that's after you get sorry. Right. right, And you're sitting down with your portfolio, that's when you bring it up very casually in a totally different way. You don't sit down with Michael Flutie before you even get to Scott Litz and throw the rules down. Like, if you want me, here's the, here's the rules. You know, like... So it was really the approach. I can't say that any of those things on her list, I mean, it gets a little tricky with situations that won't glorify God, but, you know, like the nudity, (laughs) the drugs, the alcohol, those are good morals. You just don't tout it like that right off the bat because it does come off as diva. Meanwhile, she really is just having kind of ethics, but she just approached it the wrong way. But the other deal breaker for her, which you know is what it comes down to you kind of can be diva if you can really throw it down on camera you know like if you're naomi campbell and you're throwing cell phones at people and you take an awesome picture at the end of the day you get a lot more leeway she unfortunately because she's so fresh and new she really again like you said Kristen, the small town really showed when she hit that screen because she didn't really bring it she didn't have dimension as they said she was very disappointing on camera i mean I kind of am seeing a trend where all of these girls end up opening up at the end. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you see a star right away when they hit that photo shoot if they have it. And, you know, she was pretty really kind of, uh, you know, she didn't connect. You know, they thought she was present in the meeting, but then she hits the camera and she doesn't really connect. Mm-hmm. So you can't forget that. That's really the deal breaker right there. Yeah. And if you what don't did s- I think
4: of her. Um, well, I just thought, like, if you walked into a date with a list of rules, and you were like, hello, man, I might date. I will not do that. They would run for the hills. You have to apply the way you talk to people in meetings the way you would in the real world. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like she was just so out of the real world. But you know, I do see potential with the way though, you the would future. talk to people in the real world. It is the real world. <laughs> no, it's not though for these people. It's like a fantasy. Like they go in there, like I think I'm going to be a star, and yeah. then it's like you walk well, in, it's like well, it's business as usual for these people because they yeah. do it day in and day out. Yeah. And these girls don't know how to deal with it. So it's like you don't walk into a date being like, I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm not going to show you my boobs. Um, I want you to pay for all my meals. I need a ring. Actually, like, I do.
3: <laughs> I, won't, I, don't I don't doubt like that. No, I'm just kidding. Know. You can because you're that. You're so pretty. You can do it. Well, thanks, Kristen. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll let the next guy know you said that. <laughs> I, I can say it.
2: <laughs> what did you think of her makeover and her abilities on camera and then, you know, her shots? I mean, did you think she really, I don't know that I know, you know, I think she was very limited. I think she didn't, as you know, Scott makes, we'll get to Scott's judgment, but I think Scott kind of called her really right on. I don't think she really brought as much to the camera as they were hoping.
1: No, I think she brought it in real life. Like, you know, when they did the makeover, she looked kind of like she looked better in movement, I think, than on in the, video. In the stills. Yeah, it's interesting yeah.
4: because Amber would have seemed like she would have been the more willing participant. But Lindsay was actually the one that was more willing. She yeah. was excited about her hair color and she was excited about fashion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and she didn't it need was, a dance party. Right. And so <laughs> it was just kind of interesting because you expected maybe Lindsay to be more uptight. Yeah. But but I do think you know, um. I-
2: I I I do agree, I think Lindsay wanted it (laughs) more She just didn't really know (laughs) Mm -hmm. How to do anything I think she's still way too young She, you know Was ready to cry towards the end You could tell she dreams Mm -hmm. of it And really wants it, but doesn't really know what it's all about—the reality of it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I will say, she reminded me if Miranda from Sex and the City was younger and a little bit prettier with makeup,
2: (laughs) that's kind of
1: what she looked like. (laughs) I'm sorry,
2: that's That's actually not a bad call. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if anybody's signing Miranda to an agency. Exactly,
1: exactly my point. (laughs) (laughs) The character. Um, (laughs) We're talking. Yeah,
2: but you know, I think. It's interesting you made a good call because Amber is somebody who I think would be Scott's exact type. Mm -hmm. I think he likes that timeless, beautiful, I mean, Amber really, at the end of the day, when they caught that one amazing shot, Amber really has the right stuff. Great body, great hair, great face, great skin. They look at all of those as money, 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 dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs. Yet, she really had, number one, no personality. She had the boyfriend thing, she was busy thinking about him. And she really didn't have an, a drive like you thought she would. Like she she named her horse Armani. She dreamed <laughs> of the dream of being a model, but I don't think mm. she was ready to do anything. For the reality of becoming one. And that mm-hmm. actually surprised me. I thought she would want it more, but it, she really showed that she didn't.
4: Yeah, like, I, someone like me, I want to take her by her, like, wide, broad, <laughs> small, sh- like, skinny shoulders and just shake her. And be like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're so going to regret this in a few years. And if I had what you had, I would be, you know, ballsy to the wall. Like, mm-hmm. But, you know, people are who they are. And I just was... Because I agree that I think she has all the makings of that timeless Mm -hmm. class. I think she was really, really pretty.
1: I would
3: love to get these girls in here and just ask them, like, after watching your episode, how do do you you feel? feel? Yeah. Yeah. And what you change? Yeah. Like, do you see anything you didn't see or you didn't know you were, like, you just didn't see you were doing or acting like? Might be interesting to see what their perspective is after they've watched themselves Mm -hmm. on camera. It's like after
4: I watch this, I go home and I'm like, oh, I'm so stupid. (laughs) I should have done that. (laughs) How come they haven't <laughs> opened me up? Yeah. Should have danced. Yeah. <laughs> Should have danced should've on walked. the table. Should have given my my opinion. No.
2: The Fuck. truth of the matter is, with any business like this, where there is a visual kind of thing to look at, whether it's a photo, a video, you know, uh, anything like that, that is the best way to learn. So, at the end of the day, even if these girls aren't getting signed they will learn so much from watching their episodes. So that's actually a really good point. I would like to see what they think after they watch it. Um, you know, who wishes they could get another chance? Who doesn't care anymore? Who's off, like, being a normal teenager? You know, I do actually, you know, we asked Scott about this. I really would love that follow-up somehow, p- Scouted Part 2, <laughs> or a Reunion, anything, you know, where we can really get some follow-up with these girls. G- um,
4: Jackie, let me ask you this question. Um, after these girls go on Scouted on E, and I knew that, I know this is a new thing because Scouted's obviously it's in its first season, but if you're a model or you're an early stage model and you're on the show and you get rejected from one management, how do other agencies see you after this? Because clearly you have exposure. Are they going to if they think maybe Scott made a bad decision, well, do you think they'll go after them? Or are they kind of like, yesterday's trash and they don't really go for them because it's like, well, they were already rejected by this agency, you know? What, what do you think happens with that?
2: Well, it's kind of an interesting thing because I think the fashion industry used to really like turn its nose up to television, you know, like America's Next Top Model. You know, girls were always told not to say you were on it when you go into agencies, but I think that's changing and I think exposure I, I think agencies, you know, industries, everybody's looking for exposure now. So I you know, I didn't we didn't even have Twitter and stuff going, you know, like as a big part of modeling when I was really in the throes of it as a you know, in my early teenage years of, you know, really running around town and everything. You know, so I think it's becoming much more of a bigger brand picture. And I think you know Scott actually said that in his interview on here. And I I do think that Scouted, it is a relatively new show. I don't think it'll break you, but I do think it might actually help make you a little bit because it's a little more docu. It's a little more real than an America's Next Top Model, for instance. Um, I think its exposure, I think it definitely won't hurt. I think it might not help, but it could help. Um, I think So I think that's changing a little bit because now it's like all about exposure, press, Twitter, Facebook, you know. So I think it actually could be a good thing for all th- these young girls.
3: I think that, though, like with Americans Next Top Model, agencies come after those girls after they've been on the show because they see their work. And not only that, but they have a fan base, like you said, brand. You know what I mean? They're going to bring consumers to the products or whatever they're modeling, you, you know, because of who they are. So they have a fan base. They have a way to promote whatever they're trying to sell. I'm pretty sure with a show like that where you're on for a season, it's a little bigger than a one episode on Scouted. So I feel like with America's Next Top Model, they are going to call you after you've been on the show.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're true hard agencies in New York. I mean... Because they promote that
3: they have celebrity talent, usually when they've signed somebody that's been... On America's Next Top Model?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it helps more than anything. It helps with, like, the commercial side of the business. Anything commercial, television-related. I mean, you having that notch on your resume is, like, the best thing you can do. Like, for girls that are really looking to be beyond, you know. But the, but the no, make no mistake, the Armani models, like, the true Gucci, Prada, Fendi models... They're not necessarily looking at America's Next Top Model for the next Gucci Prada Prada, Fendi girl. But, you know, I think that's not even, you know, that's like the 2% of modeling now. There's so much you can do in the industry. And if you're not one of those girls, you're going to make the money in the commercial side anyway. So that's the side where it really helps. And I think that's where, if you're in TV anyway for these shows, that's where you're obviously going to end up kind of. So, you know, I think that's definitely that's where it becomes a great thing. Um, you know, Amber is somebody who I really think tread that line between high fashion and commercial and, like, really was perfect, for one, had she shown more commitment. I think the haircut thing, and I've seen so many girls, you see it every season on Top Model. There's so many girls who won't change their hair. And it's like, it's, I've been there, I have long blonde hair, Just like with the sheer top, if you say you won't wear sheer, they want to put it on you. If you have this long, beautiful hair and you seem attached to it, they're going to want to cut it. It's just how it goes for some reason. I really wish she would have been more, um, you know, flexible there. I think that really cost her, and I think she just froze up on that camera. But how gorgeous did she look on that camera? I mean, but you can't have... Barry and the dance party on every shoot. I mean, you just don't get that. So, it's really you... kind of sad for me to watch Amber. That's where she's good with commercial work, though,
3: because she was... look. She looked great to us watching her on TV, and in that one shot, she looked very commercial. But, when it came down to it, if you saw, she didn't even move. Like, you were saying they had to do the dance party. I don't even think she was moving after that. Like, it was, like, tiny, like... I mean, it looked like five minutes. She was moving. It looked like
4: when you bring your baby to Sears and you have to move around to get the baby to
1: smile or like look. (laughs) That's what it looked like. Yeah, you're right. Um, Jackie, Jackie, I was just going to ask you how many times were you asked to cut your hair or change your hair uh, when you were modeling? Oh well,
2: it was the first. It's the first thing that any agency want they'd love to do this to you it's like an initiation (laughs) right thing it's like the first thing I had to do was they you know you see that you know they go right into the hair chair that's what they do agencies love doing this because they like feeling like they created the package so Mm -hmm. it was the first thing I had to do I actually had the shortest hair I've ever had in my life Um, you know it was just at my maybe below my shoulders but um, probably six inches shorter than it is now seven inches shorter Mm, and they darkened it they that was the darkest my hair has ever been so it it? happened I was sweating my palms were sweating they dyed my eyebrows I've never had my eyebrows dyed before I was like what (laughs) is going on I
1: actually really thought I looked like an alien but did did you went into
2: the agency and I smiled and then I went home and I cried (laughs) I was gonna say did
1: you cry in front of them or or afterwards but right
2: afterwards of course but that's because i wanted it so bad that's how i acted even though i'm probably the number one person who never let somebody touch my hair i let that happen because i wanted it that bad and yes i went home and i cried but i did it so that's the difference between somebody who really wants it and somebody like amber who maybe thinks she wants it but obviously doesn't want it enough to go beyond her comfort zone so you know i wonder if she regrets it um i know she towards the end when it wrapped up they said she had a, an agent, a different agency mm-hmm. um, you know more local or whatever but you know she there's just some girls especially that's why that's why European girls and, and sort of international girls are so popular because they don't come from much and they're kind of they don't have any sense of entitlement and that's why they tend to do well in the industry because they are the most flexible they'll pretty much do anything um, you know so Actually, when I started, my agency said that American girls were not popular because we're too everything, diva, privileged, everything. So, um, you know, it's very interesting that this show only shows American scouted models um, because it's actually only one microcosm of the actual industry. But, um, you know, I was really rooting for Amber. I really hoped that she would open up or do something because I just you know, thought she had so many great elements to her that just you know, when she even when she was riding the horse, she looked like a Ralph Lauren model. Yeah. Um you know, so it was very sad to me that she was actually really more diva than a lot of the other girls so far this season.
4: You know what would be ironic is um well, when she was talking to her boyfriend over um, Skype or whatever mm-hmm. uh, on the computer, and he cut off all his hair, yeah, she looked really kind of at first like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> like, I know. ooh. and she told him she was like, I don't like it. Yeah, so I wonder <laughs> the irony if she went home, found, saw her boyfriend, and then you broke know liked up. his hair, and then felt maybe she should cut her hair or didn't like his hair and then uh, broke up with him. Yeah. Like it just her whole world shouldn't <laughs> be around his hair. Um, but I thought that was interesting her response to him it's like she was acting like she you know I'm sure she loves him and I'm not questioning that yeah well I kind of am but um <laughs> to get just to see her re- reaction to her boyfriend's haircut and I I mean his hair was pretty scary I mean <laughs> she she's better off with him having short hair but I'm anyway, actually pretty I surprised long, actually. sorry
3: no it's okay like, <laughs> <"Ooh." laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: it's like he looked like a, I didn't even recognize. yeah like, then he looked at after. yeah yeah
3: I'm actually pretty <laughs> surprised that she was so diva about the hair because, being how so- like sorry, being how shy she is, you know, like you don't expect a shy girl to be like stand up for herself.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you yeah. expect
3: a shy girl to be like okay, to succumb. Yeah.
1: yeah, like. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's shy. Well, Remember the the uh, scout said she wished she would show more of her personality. She was just kind of warming up. So. I- it might not be shy, just kind of reserved. But when you
3: don't and, have an opinion about anything, I think you're shy. Yeah, it's
4: yeah.
1: That's it's how not, it comes across. You obviously yeah. have an
3: opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: I so,
2: think uptight um, is probably the best word. Yes. For her. Yes. Yeah. Because it was all signs of being uptight. Like she obviously has preferences. She just didn't open up enough to say them. She obviously has preferences about her hair, and when it faced with the change of it, she. She had to say it because she wasn't flexible enough or calm enough to to explore it and take a chance, so she definitely was just the type of girl that walks into an agency, seems like she's shaking out of nerves, totally uptight, and that's a turnoff unfortunately because it's this this is the number one industry where you get totally put under a microscope in every which way, and you have to be able to take it so they just can't work with someone like her who seems totally uptight because you have to be the opposite. You deal with so many eccentric designers. And, you know, somebody asked me my sign, and only book girls based on their, their, you know, like their signs, their hard <laughs> books. You know, there's just all sorts of crazy stuff. Really? So. That's pretty
3: awesome. Because <laughs> I like my sign, personally.
4: <laughs> well, when she <laughs> said, when she said... um when they asked her, what's your favorite mu- music or something? She was like, any. And they're like, what's your favorite designer? She's like, any, really? I yeah. was <laughs> like, shut up. I know, that right. really bothers bad. me. Was yeah. she, yeah. just,
2: she wasn't interesting enough to be a full package. And that's, at the end of the day, because there are thousands of girls, you have to be a full package. And, you know, any one thing that's not going to make that package happen. That's what they're looking at you as. Are you the full package? And so I like for the judgment that Scott did not choose. You know, I heard you guys talking about this last week, that you don't want it to be a formula where he chooses one and doesn't choose the other. Again, he didn't choose anybody, and it's very realistic because put a 100 more girls in that room and he won't choose anybody, you know. So I'm glad he didn't just choose someone to choose someone, and I'm glad he was... I was actually pretty surprised I thought he might choose Lindsay because they always love that kind of weird, edgy look. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad he didn't choose her because she was limiting and I'm glad that he called that out and I'm glad, you know, that he was honest about Amber too. You know, she was not showing enough. So I'm, I'm actually kind of glad he he chose didn't choose
4: either one yeah kendra text messaged me um you'll like this one because i hadn't watched <laughs> it yet and uh i was like i wonder
1: what she means by that i was like maybe I,
4: just the christian <laughs> no, it thing good, or something i don't know and oh, then no, no,
1: no. i thought it was like just a meteor um episode
4: oh okay well i thought you texted Not that that U-O-R. to me because he didn't pick
1: anybody and i was like that's why she texted uh, me back because he didn't pick anybody but oh no okay never content. No, wrong? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, cuz we were, yeah we were talking about that but i think she she would have done better if like flute michael flutie and the rest of the scouts could have come to see her on the ranch and you know cuz she was more alive well more alive i think but, but that that comes back to the coddling issue right it's like they're like
4: so in their own world and this is actually what i wanted to mention about amber was that her mom you know and as, of course you're going to protect your little your little dumpling. Um, but she said to Michael Flutie, uh, I don't like that, you know, she has to prove to you that she wants to do this and that mm-hmm. she's ma- you've made her cry. And he said to the camera, like, I think... They're coddling her too much, yeah. And I totally think so as well because it's funny. Like the mom sits there and tries to tell these professionals that do this day in mm-hmm. and day out how to do their job, yeah. And it's just like smackdown. Like you're wrong, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I get that like soft side where like it's you, you're still human and you still have feelings, but it's like these people do this every day and yeah. they see so many girls and they don't have time to coddle and yeah. to like wipe away tears. They
3: yeah. just
1: don't. Yeah, the mom was like, maybe that was unfair. Right,
3: but yeah. No, I was actually <laughs>
1: like, really Her mom needed a shocked flyer. that
3: she, well, I'm not shocked.
1: I was, I just thought it was
3: weird that she started, you know, speaking to Michael Sorry. Flutie. It was just. Yeah, it was it was just kind of, it just showed an it, experience. Yeah, because how old is this girl? Did they say? How she old was 17.
4: She,
2: yeah. Um,
3: Sorry.
4: But 14 still, mentally. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah. Take care of your own problems. <laughs> I mean. These ages are all young, but at the at the reality is 17 is really not that young in in the industry. Mm-hmm. I think it should be, but it's not. So, you know, at this point, 17, you're not really having your mom fight your battles for you. you <laughs> what
3: know? is young in the industry? Can we
2: talk about that? 12? Well, 14, <laughs> 13, you know, is like they're trying to, the CFDA is trying to make 16 the minimum, but... Even still, girls are slipping by um, on the runways, even younger. And so, you know, I think it should be even higher. But the reality of it is the industry has to catch up with that thinking. Because the problem is, is these girls don't even have women's bodies yet. You know, like the clothes are being fit to juniors. It's it's like, doesn't make any sense. But unfortunately, you can't, you know, one voice can't change the industry. Maybe a lot of voices can, but, um, you know... 16 is technically considered the minimum according to the cfda though that's not even strictly followed so and what do you think the maximum is um i don't really think it's a maximum i mean open calls used to kind of cut you off at like 21 22 to start you know development um but if you have everyone's success, disqualified yeah. <laughs> all right i'm disqualified by 20 years <laughs> But if, you, if you're having a successful career at 25, 26, even, um, you're still going to work, you know. But kind of that discovery point is p- the prime is like late teens or, you know, 21 is kind of like already feeling old to discover somebody.
1: Because so. there are agencies that represent older age models, right?
2: Yeah, or- definitely. I mean, there's, there's you know, kind of these niche niche markets where, you know, they need – for Neiman Marcus or catalogs, you need that older model. There's definitely but representation for that. But the prime, you know, model that you see in Vogue and W and all these, you know, uh, magazines today, the prime age for those true girls that are being developed and modeling is going to be their career. That usually happens in, like, the 16 to 21 range as far as, you know, getting that career off the ground. Mm-hmm. But it's um, good for parents.
4: Yeah. It's good for parents to know too. You know, if they happen to come across a show um, and, and they are from areas where modeling isn't number one in their town, factories are, um, it's good for them to maybe see this because if they have a daughter that they think has potential, they, it could maybe inspire them to get started because if they let their daughter wait until she's 18 or 19, you're really kind of doing them a disservice. So maybe this will inspire some parents to, you know, not corrupt their child, but send them off and, and try to see if. They should get going because I know for me, like I discovered what I wanted to do later than I would have liked to. So now I'm I feel like I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage. And that's not my parents fault because, you know, you can't see model as well as you can see comedian. So my parents didn't know I wanted to do comedy. So, you know, they couldn't send me out when I was Wait, 17.
3: Kristen, really? Disadvantaged? <laughs> You're so young right now. Are you kidding me? Like most comedians are like way old. I feel well, they're like. the the successful ones. Okay, day, Max takes time. You're, you're, 40, already, you're started yeah. already,
2: so relax. I think you're being fabulous and you look gorgeous, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that <laughs> note, everyone, age is just a number. 2012 is just a year. That's just getting started, and we're going to have an awesome one, ladies. But for now, let's get into a commercial and some news and gossip and predictions.
5: Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite Afterbuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, Afterbuzz TV. After Buzz TV. What do you
0: want to buzz about?
1: Just like more
0: TV out. news. Uh.
2: We're okay, so gossip. we all know that we are a huge huge fans on AfterBuzz TV of East Gouted Star, One Management Owner, and Pop Lips blogger, Scott Lips. Um, and so, basically, the moral of this story is Michael Flooby, uh Julia Samarsova, Barry Smither, if you call in our show, we will be your biggest fans, and we will promote the heck out of you. So, uh, do call us, but... Scott Lips and Courtney Love have been featured on Stylist Behind the Clothes series, and you guys have to check out this video because I think it's awesome. Scott is a drummer um, in the band Hole with Courtney Love, and you can totally see their chemistry on this video. And I don't know about you guys, but I was so surprised to learn a little bit more about Courtney Love and her fashion uh, knowledge because she definitely has some interesting choices, but. Believe it or not, she owns and loves one of her favorite pieces is a Nicole Richie dress. And um, she actually has a new clothing line, which they discussed, Never the Bride, which was uh, designed with Pippa Greenback in London. And her collection is actually made out of repurposed pieces and rooted in her love of Edwardian dresses and materials. Um, So it was a very cool video that you have to check out on stylist.com. I think, you know, Scott... I believe he's actually blogging with them as well, um, but he makes a great partner to her and uh, definitely lots of interesting highlights from her t- their time in her closet. Uh, she had a pair of Mark Jacob shoes, which she said, This is what ma- got Mark Jacob fired, and he sent them to me in Seattle. I burnt the whole collection because I was so terrified. Um, And she actually said uh, she stores a lot of her stuff because people will steal it. If I find something and it was Kurt Cobain, she said it's gone. And then she went on to talk about Vivian Westwood, how she's really big on Westwood. And she said, even though my boobs have popped out twice now, (laughs) which is not surprising. Um, But it's really just a cool video. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it, but definitely check it out on stylist.com always love things with Scott Lips and uh, can't wait to party with him in New York, right Gabby? (laughs) Right.
3: Just let me know and I'm there. (laughs) I'll get the next flight home. (laughs) Actually, I'm a little offended by Courtney Love because I'm wearing Marc Jacobs right now. (laughs) Just to watch, but love it. I got it as
2: a holiday gift. (laughs) Oh,
3: very nice. Love it.
2: Love it. A little plug, Marc Jacobs plug. Here on AfterBuzz TV. You guys want
3: to see? Um, Can we zoom in? It's going to be upside down, but.
2: Do it. Can you zoom in? I'm wondering how you, I'm looking for it. Oh, very nice. I'll testify. It's very nice. (laughs) Phil, you got it? Uh, I think we have to do a closet confession. I got it. You know what?
5: (laughs) You know what we do? We take a photo of it after and we post it on Facebook.com slash Afterbuzz TV. How about yeah,
3: that? Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. Oh, I love it. I love getting thinking. Phil on camera. <laughs> For this
1: all is you fashion favorite episode of Afterbuzz TV ever. What about Kristen and my watch? Oh, let's see that too. Let's
4: see a picture. <laughs> well, what's funny that. about this <laughs> <Not> watch? <now. laughs> I will get into it. But <laughs> Actually, Actually there is a funny really story nice. about this watch. Yeah, <laughs> I got this for my mom for Christmas, and it was funny. I was walking with her, and she goes, "You know, what, I really." And I, she didn't know I bought this, and she goes, "You know, what? I really want a black watch with." A band that's not too thick and not too thin. She's like, not like a butch one. And so I was like, uh, mom. <laughs> and so I showed her this and she's like, yeah, I, I, I go, would you ever wear this watch? Cause I had already bought it for her. And she's like, absolutely not. Aww. I was
1: like, all right, Aww, that's mine. It's sad. And, oh, mom.
4: Yeah. She, well, she <laughs> feels like she looks like, um, Manly or something, and she doesn't. She's tiny and adorable, but anyway. I like that. Yeah, I'm just glad. (laughs) Good, Mom. I think you inherited a good gift there.
1: And Kendra, how about your watch? What are you wearing? It's just an old story, but I mean, I just bought it for myself like last year or something. Very pretty. really cares? It'll be (laughs) on (laughs) Facebook. Thank you.
2: Very nice. I I love buying gifts for myself. I do it pretty much every day.
3: So, anyway, (laughs) on that note,
2: that's because you live in New York. Check out that stylist video and also check us out on Facebook on Afterbuzz TV and check out those watches up close. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
4: Not too close. You'll
2: see the hair on my arms. It's really dark. <laughs> I'll give you some sleep. Well sleeve. for now let's get into uh, some other things <laughs> and on people's bodies. Your
0: After
1: Buzz T V
2: So it looks like we're going to have to be dealing with the body body image issues next week. There's a girl with a tremendous birthmark on her chest, um, which certainly can run you into problems. And it's kind of a reminder how one little thing can run you into problems in this industry. It's a little scary to think about, but it is the truth. So I'm looking to see how that plays out, um, hoping that she has confidence, even with you know something like that on her body. That's the only way she'll be able to overcome it. And uh, of course, then there's the other side of the spectrum, uh, school getting in the way, time commitment. So it looks like we'll have two new stories to talk about. Uh, ladies, what are your predictions?
3: Can we do concealer? Like, does concealer not work these days? Isn't it? Are there any models with tattoos? I mean, I know it's like they'd rather not have you if you have a tattoo, but... I mean, come on. There's concealer and good makeup.
2: No, yeah, for a birthmark. I worked with a girl who did the uh, one a really high end designer showroom with a uh, their bathing suit line. Uh, it's called. You know, when you do showroom modeling, you're constantly putting on the clothes for clients. And she actually was their bathing suit model, and she had a huge tattoo. And she came in every morning and spent the first twenty minutes covering it up with I think it was Derma Blend, um, but so. I guess, you know, it happens and and you can overcome it for sure. There we go. Problem
1: solved. (laughs) Yeah, -hmm. I didn't didn't think it looked bad without concealer, her birthmark. Yeah, but if
2: you're
3: like modeling something, you want it to be about the clothes or whatever, not about the skin, unless it's for skin product, I guess. With retouching
2: these days, you can pretty much
4: retouch anything
3: out. And retouching yeah Sorry. i wouldn't
4: I wouldn't predict it would be too much of a problem. I think um in shows like this, specifically, they're looking for a little drama to get people interested to mm-hmm. watch it. So I feel like maybe in the in the preview, it could look like a little bit more of an issue than it actually is yeah. i didn't I didn't seem like wowed by it. It wasn't like there were three heads growing out of it, so
3: I'm interested to see that episode because. I mean, you see all these girls and you're like, where are their flaws? You know what I mean? Besides some of their personalities, (laughs)
4: you know? Good girl. But
3: like (laughs) physically, where are their flaws? So I'm excited to see this and see how she handles her, you know, how she feels about herself and overcoming, hopefully. I will say
4: this about the girl who um, was really into her studies. I just feel like you should pick one or the other. And I feel like it was kind of the same with the moral values. You know, pick that or this because, you know, going into this, it's going to be a huge commitment. And I just feel like it's it's selfish to drag other people into it that, like, you know, you could be wasting
3: their time. So I think that
4: might get on my nerves. Wait, what,
3: what do you mean? Like, sorry, can we clarify? I'm lost. The studies, as in this girl her, in the n- next her episode. Her educational her pr- stuff?
4: Her education her is a priority. Yeah. So it's like, well, then go to school.
3: No, but I think, no, I think if you want to do something and you have a passion for education, you can still go to you educate yourself. Right, but I wouldn't drag it into the meetings and stuff. It's well, like, I don't I said, think like that's after, a problem. I think if you want, Want to be educated? You'll be educated. There's people in the acting industry that still go to school. Right, but in the in
1: the can preview, she was
3: like, "This is my priority." So it's like she was
4: not. <laughs> yeah, no, being, like, I get chill it. What it? does she do?
1: That's this <laughs> my priority.
3: I get it. I just
4: think that I she was a gay man.
3: I'm disagreeing with this thing that you have to choose. I think yeah, that no, she just yeah. needs to realize she can do
1: both. It's not one or the other. Pick spelling or looking pretty, or she can self teach, you know, like... Yeah, say,
2: like, exactly, like, homeschool or yeah. whatever yeah. she wants to just do. Just like
1: Amber. Amber was homeschooled, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Right. The truth of it, the truth of it is, is, I actually do agree with you, Kristen, that me- you have me. to kind of choose what you want to pursue. If you want to just do modeling on the side and do a couple of jobs here and there as you go to school, that's totally, you know, doable. But if you want to be on the runways and, like, ch- the next huge model... You, it's never going to happen if you only are available Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays after 3 o'clock.
3: But yeah. it doesn't mean you don't yeah. have to be available. You can be homeschooled and make your own schedule.
4: Yeah, no. She was talking about going to college. And like I just feel like oh, college correct. you can always do part-time. But I was just you saying, do I don't think you should drag it in. Like,
3: seriously, there's yeah. always an option. You don't yeah. have to physically be at school to do school. If right. she has
1: the time. She was just being a diva. Yeah, but like, there's a lot of waiting and
3: <laughs> sitting and stuff. I'm sure she has time. It's not like that. she's there like... 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and she doesn't sleep, you know?
2: I don't know. Yeah. I just don't agree well, with that. I'm interested to see how it plays out. I am excited mm-hmm. to see kind of a body image issue come up, you know, and the school thing. These are all, what's good about each episode is these are all kind of realistic things that do get in the way or, you know, present themselves as sort of a hurdle that you have to overcome. So, you know, they're doing a good job with touching upon very realistic things that do come up in the industry that i've seen so i'm very excited i think it'll be a great episode to watch next week something we haven't seen before and i hope all of you ladies we will see again next week on Ustream as i watch from new york and uh join you once again by coastal over here and hopefully we will have Brittany brower from america's next top model back with us and uh, we'll see you all next week until then tweet us all and uh, check out everyone's websites and we'll we'll meet here again next week
3: at afterbuzztv.com
0: <laughs> from producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network.